Hey everyone, and welcome to the first non-content episode of the Spark Podcast. I'm calling it the non-content episode because I have zero preparation for this at all. Uh, I don't even have a topic in mind. I'm just going to ramble for maybe half an hour, (laughs) maybe a bit less, maybe a bit more. I don't know. I'll see how far my coffee can get me. Um... The reason I've decided to do a non-content podcast, which is totally out of character for me, um, is because I'm having a week off. Um, I didn't take a week off of work. I didn't take a week off of um, being healthy, basically. (laughs) um, Last week, I was in Ackle Island with a buddy of mine, and we ran the half marathon. Uh, which was a lot tougher than I thought it would be. Um, it was fucking steep as shit. It was all, it was all uphill. <laughs> I don't know how it was all uphill. It was a circle, but it seemed to be all uphill. Um, but it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I'm happy I did it. I'm happy I worked to get there, and I'm happy I finished it. Um, it was great. Um, the place itself is fucking gorgeous. It's one of the nicer places in Ireland I've ever been to, I think. I uh, was there as a child once, and where the actual race started was in a campsite that I stayed in. Um, But yeah, it's gorgeous. If you've never been to Ackle Island, I'd highly recommend you going. The place is gorgeous. The people are so friendly. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I suppose I'll, I'll talk about how how I got there. I um I started training for this about six months ago. Um well yeah, maybe maybe like um we were talking about it before Christmas. But um it only really became a thing in January and uh there was originally another person who was supposed to go but he fell out at the last minute. Um it was his idea. <laughs> and he didn't go. The bastard. He missed out though. It was fucking great. But yeah. Um, training to get there was fantastic. Um, it felt good to actually be doing stuff again. It had been years since I'd done anything um, that had driven me to get fit. I had been doing like bits and pieces every now and again. But I never really had a goal or <clears throat> something to force me to go out and do it. Um, mostly just so I don't embarrass myself on the day. I think I did pretty okay. Um, for a guy who's not built for running at all, I I did alright. <laughs> um, we got there the night before, and we basically had a little scope around and see what was was going on. Went down to the place um, where we were staying, the the B and B, the High Brazil, which is fantastic. It was beautiful spot as well uh, very friendly owners um, couldn't do enough for you offering cups of tea left right and center and the breakfast was pretty good too um, that night then we went down and got our packs uh, which included a t-shirt um, your chip they used to, to um, calculate your time and there was some like energy bars and stuff 
in the, the bag as well, and like loads of packets of Haribo, which I was very surprised at. Apparently the race is sponsored by Haribo, which is pretty good. <laughs> it was it was nice. It was nice to have some Haribo. Um they're vastly superior jellies. I don't know I don't know how they are, but Haribo are just the best jellies. That those and wine gums. Um anyone who knows me knows I'm partial to wine gums. They're just the the best. <laughs> I'm totally addicted. And I haven't had a lot of them in the last six months. Um day of the race then. We went down uh stretched. Stretched for a while. And we were getting psyched up. Uh we were listening to fucking Joe Rogan and uh uh C T Fletcher, fucking uh what's his name? David Goggins and Shannon Briggs. We're saying let's go champ all day all day every day it was let's go champ um so that was a bit of motivation to get us going we were pumped and the race started around half past 10 and for the first i want to say six or seven kilometers it was great it was fantastic we were just just running um getting a bit of water every now and again uh there was fantastic Fantastic people there at water stations giving out uh, cups of water and a bin right next to it so you didn't have to litter on the floor. There were a lot of people just throwing fucking cups on the floor, but there were also people there to pick them up. So um, there was no litter. There was litter, but only temporary litter. There was no permanent litter. Ah, coffee. Um, that was all great. Uh, then it became very hilly very quickly and very steep and then there was gentle hills and then there were steep hills <laughs> and it was nuts uh, around the 15 kilometer mark my calves just stopped they were like no we're not doing this anymore um you're gonna have to stop or at least slow down um they just fucking seized two of them at the same time actually which was weird it was like i stepped up my right foot it seized and then i came off my right foot and landed on my left foot and then that seized so I was just like standing at the side of the road like bent over with my arse in the air trying to stretch out my calves trying not to scream really <laughs> um, but it was okay kept going anyway I, I had done too much to stop at that point I'd come too far so um, I walked a bit uh, ran about 500 metres after stretching out and the climb up again so it was kind of off and on running from that point um lovely people who were organizing it um in cares and stuff would drive up and ask if you were okay if you wanted anything they'd have um segments of oranges bananas um jellies like like i said there was haribo everywhere on the day and uh one lovely man gave me a bottle of lucasade which was exactly what i wanted i didn't know i wanted it until he offered it to me and i was like that's perfect fucking electrolytes and glucose straight into the system it was fantastic it was bliss I was walking down the road and in my uh, running gear drinking a bottle of Lucasade <laughs> didn't think I'd ever be able to do that in a race but we finished the race anyway and um, Niall finished way ahead of me because he's a, a smaller guy <laughs> and he's fitter than I am to be fair to him, he does more than I do. Um, but it was at, at that point it was time for pints. 
and we had been saying let's go champ all fucking day all day we had been saying let's go champ so we went into a pub to get some grub and we were looking for um, just a roast just fucking gravy potatoes and just shit that's bad for you because we'd been eating lean for ages so we went in and got a pint of Guinness and uh, turkey and ham carvery dinner oh it hit the spot right away. It was fucking delicious. But I was also on a mission to get a gift of a bottle of whiskey for one of the lads who was leaving work. He's a bit of a whiskey connoisseur, you see. So <clears throat> we had to, for research purposes only, this was not for self-enjoyment or self-indulgence at all. This was strictly business. Um, we had to go around... Um, to the pubs and see what kind of whiskies they had and taste them to see which one tasted the best strictly for research purposes. It was awful. It was the worst thing I'd ever done. I'm only joking. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> we were trying everything we could get our hands on. Um, we even had a bit of Middleton, which was expensive but worth it because it's fucking gorgeous. Um, and that's why I ended up getting the um, the lad who was leaving work a, a bottle of Middleton, very rare. I've never been more jealous buying a gift for someone else. I've never been more self-conscious of carrying a bottle before. The amount of eyes I had in the shopping centre just going, what the fuck is he doing? He's carrying a 170 euro bottle of whiskey. Oh, gorgeous though. But... Um, at the end of the night, <laughs> after we had been saying, let's go champ all day, we were sitting in a pub and the publican's dog was in. Lovely little fella. I think he was like a, a mixture between a setter and I want to say a sheepdog. Um, although I, I'm not too sure. I was a bit fucking bleary eyed at this stage. <laughs> I was a bit scuttered. Running half a marathon and having two points will get you fairly langers and I had more than two points at that stage um, but <laughs> the dog was uh, in and uh, we were rubbing him and uh, playing with him and having a laugh like and the, the publican comes up and he's like oh he likes you and uh, yeah we were like oh what's his name and uh, he was like oh champ <laughs> after saying let's go champ all fucking day we meet a dog whose name is champ the two of us just burst our holes laughing it was fucking phenomenal. It was unbelievable. Small world. And Champ is a good name for a dog. We were sitting down and bit, we were just like, yeah, it's a good name. <laughs> I'm going to drink my coffee before it gets cold. So, next morning then, we went <coughs> for breakfast in the B&B. Had a bit of coffee, drove home. And I slept for the whole fucking day when I got home because I was fucking shattered. And I made the decision that day to go off the diet for a week. So I've been living like a fucking king since. I've been doing fuck all of my time. Um, I've done a lot, actually. Uh, work has been fucking crazy recently, so um, it was a good week to, to take off of uh, the stress of eating healthily and... Uh, Strictly on a diet. So I've been eating a good bit of chocolate and um, some jellies and red meat. 
I didn't realise how much I missed red meat. So I had steak for dinner on Monday. I had steak for dinner on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday we went out for pizza in a lovely place called Milano in Limerick. A beautiful spot. Uh, Reasonably priced. Reasonably priced. Uh, But we went for the whole fucking meal. It was fucking delicious. (laughs) Starter main and dessert. It's very rare that I'll get starter main and dessert. Because usually I can't eat that much food. But I was on a mission. I was going to... I was going to finish it. I did. And uh, I slept like a fucking baby afterwards. Then on Thursday, I uh, went out again for food with the work crowd. Went to a place called Off the Bone. And I got a a Greek lamb burger with some... Um, it was like some mint yogurt in it. It was, it was really nice. Um, it was just surprising. Um, I did enjoy it. I'd probably order it again now that I know what's coming. I was just, I wasn't, I never, never had a, a lamb burger with a mint yogurt in it. Um, maybe I could have done without the pickles, but I like a pickle on a burger. Um, it was great. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been eating like a pig all, all week. And uh, now it's time to go back on the lean stuff, back to salads and exercise. I'm going to cut down the running a bit um, until I lose more weight because my knees are, they're not sore at the moment, but they're getting kind of gravelly. Um, Whenever I I flex them, you can hear just like, which is not a nice sound at all. (laughs) And I'm too young to have problems with my knees. So I might cut it down to like maybe 5k, two or three times a week, because I was running uh, 10k plus two or three times a week depending on how much time I had in the evening just to get up to the 21k mark for the half marathon um, so I'm going to cut down on that and I'm going to finally start doing a bit of upper body because um, I've noticed when I was losing weight my arms have gotten pretty small because <laughs> I haven't been using them um, working behind a desk really doesn't uh, give you the functional strength that I had in previous jobs of lifting fucking carpets and all that shite Drag, pulling and dragging isn't a big part of my life anymore, so i got to start doing it, going out of my way to do it and not getting paid for it. Um, well, it's going to go back swimming. <coughs> swimming, sorry. <coughs> um, it's been a while since I was swimming. I really like swimming. I've um, spent a lot of my youth around the water, or in and around the water, so that'll be great. To go back to swimming, get the uh, the old shoulders back in action. Um, what else have I done this week? On my week off, oh, I watched a I watched two documentaries on Netflix. Um, the first one I watched blew my fucking mind. Um, it's called The Dawn Wall. It's about two climbers who. Um, have to ascend this wall in it's it, it's a wall it's a cliff basically <laughs> it's a basically a, a sheer like vertical cliff in uh, Yosemite Park um they call it, it's called El Capitan the actual rock formation that it's on and there's one wall on the El Capitan that's basically just vertical there's just there's like no way you can even see to get up there and uh, it's fucking mental what 
this guy, Tommy, is kind of the name of the, um, no, Tommy isn't kind of the name. Tommy is the name of the, what you could call the main character of this documentary. And that man is fucking insane. He, like, he is a testament to sheer willpower and what humans can do in the face of adversity and sheer impossibility. He just went, no, I can do that. And the shit that he went through to get there is... I don't want to say anything because I'll ruin it, but... It's fucking crazy the way he just adapts to... There's a particular thing in it. um, Being a biomedical engineer understanding how biomechanics work and your hands and there's a thing that happens to him and it's like it should have stopped him dead in his tracks there should have been no way that he could continue at all but he did and he actually got better after it which is fucking mind-blowing it's um it's weird but it is it's a fantastic um, documentary. One of the best ones I've ever seen. He is a fucking inspiration. He's a bit of a weird fella. Uh, understandably so, because he's so obsessed with this fucking mountain. Or this wall, even. Um, it just becomes his entire existence. But he is a testament to what human achievement can be in the face of adversity. The other one, <laughs> the other documentary I watched was the Bob Lazar and uh, Area 51 documentary. Um, I wasn't going to watch it. I had listened to Bob Lazar on Joe Rogan, and he was interesting, you know. Um, he told a story pretty well, and he was believable enough that I felt like he wasn't deceiving anyone. I felt like he truly believed what he was saying to be the truth. Um... And I was going to leave it there. I wasn't going to watch the documentary. Um, <clears throat> I had uh, better things to do at my time. Not really. Well, I was just too lazy. <laughs> um, too lazy. But uh, Reddit has been going mad with the whole... Uh, there's like 300,000 people have signed up to Storm Area 51 and see what's in there. Which sounds like a fucking crazy idea. <laughs> You're going to run at the guys with who you believe hold all these military secrets, so have ridiculous weapons in your belief, and you're going to just run at them. Just see what happens. They can't stop all of us, is your fucking mentality. If they have alien technology in there, they'll be able to stop all of you. (laughs) There'll be no question about it. Um, That's happening on September 20th, if anyone's interested in going. Um, If you do go, let me know what happened. Uh, if you can, live cast the event, and I'll watch the shit out of that, just to see what happens. If it does happen. There's going to be, like, one guy show up, and it's going to be, like, fucking, um, <laughs> that scene in Game of Thrones, where, uh, Jon Snow is, like, taking his sword out of the, his scabbard, his scabbard, scabbard, fucking hell. Jon Snow is taking his sword out of his scabbard, and the cavalry is running at him in the Battle of the Bastards. And he's all on his own. <laughs> it's, just, it's just going to be that outside Area 51. But it's not going to be cavalry. It's going to be men with rifles. <laughs> uh, and tanks. 
armored cars and tanks and guns. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's fucking uh, such a stupid idea. But I'm so curious to see what happens if they do it. Just be like, all right, go do it. I'm I'm totally supporting you. Go see what happens. I'm just curious, curiosity. But anyway, back to the story at hand. That's why I watched the um, the Bob Lazar Area 51 and Flying Saucers documentary, also on Netflix. Um, it's it's very interesting. He the thing that gets me about it is he talks about uh, Element 115, also known as Moscovium, uh, back in the 1980s, and. The way he talks about it is that uh, he alludes to having stolen some from S4, is what he calls Area 51, or or what Area 51 was called when he was working there. Um, Yeah, I suppose I'll I'll start from the start. Babazar was allegedly hired by S4 to work on some propulsion systems that the US government had acquired somehow Um, the way Bob Lazar talks about it there are nine alien craft um, I think he said two of which were fully functioning and the rest they had taken apart to see how they work no I, I don't really believe any of this I believe that he believes like, I, I fully believe he's not lying. He could be mistaken. He could be completely mistaken. He could have been brainwashed. There's a lot about hypnosis in the in the um, documentary as well. So he could have been hypnotized into believing what he saw was um, the truth. What he actually saw was something completely different altogether. But he fully believes that they have alien, cra- alien spacecraft in there that work in a way that humans cannot create. They used antimatter reactors to propel crafts using gravity. Not the um, the Newtonian uh, action and reaction thing we're used to, where you basically fire something out the back like a thruster and it pushes you forward. This does the opposite. It just changes the gravity around you so you fall towards it towards whatever direction you're going. That's the way he talked about it anyway. Um, but in order to make that work, you have to use... He he didn't understand... He didn't explain why, but he said you need to use this Element 115, uh, which didn't exist back in... Well, it did exist, but we hadn't discovered it back in the 1980s. I think it was the late 2010s? Or the late two thousands, the where where it discovered where it was discovered, uh, Moscovium element one fifteen. But he knew it existed. Now we know that certain elements exist that we haven't found yet because, well, we don't know. We believe elements exist that we haven't found yet because there's gaps in the periodic table that can be filled in by. Elements, basically. (laughs) 
But the way that he talked about it is exactly what it was when we found it. And in theory, it could be stabilized enough to be used as a material. We don't know what, well, I don't know what its properties are. Maybe someone does. Um, But they were saying that some chemists and physicists had theorized that it could be stabilized in such a way to be usable. Usable for what ends? I don't know. But the way Babazar talks <coughs> and the way that he stuck to his story for fucking 30 years now, um, he hasn't changed it at all, really. It's uh, it's weird. And he doesn't really want to talk about it. He's done with it, like... Um, I suppose they got a documentary out of him, to be honest. He seems like the kind of guy who's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> if people don't believe him, they don't believe him. And uh, that's what's weird about it. And that's the thing about aliens, too. <laughs> I fully believe they exist at somewhere. Like, there has to be other life out there. The, the sheer vastness of the universe. If it is truly infinite, there has to be other life out there. The question is, has it come in contact with us? Has it come within the vicinity of our solar system, our galaxy, um, close enough that we could observe them or they could observe us? It's a question that I don't think we'll ever be able to solve. The universe is too large. <laughs> if life does exist, it, it's possible that it exists so far away that it could never possibly get to us and we could never possibly get to them how the fuck did I start talking about aliens <laughs> Bob Lazar how bizarre um, but yeah right I don't think I should talk about aliens anymore I'm not, a, I'm not an alien I don't think anyone's an alien expert but I'm definitely not an alien expert um, yeah I've also been recommended to watch a another climbing documentary. Um, I have no interest in climbing whatsoever, full disclaimer. It's not a thing that interests me at all. I'm far too heavy for that shit. I'm not built for it. But the Dawn Wall is pretty fucking inspiring. <laughs> um, and I've heard that uh, Free Solo is another one that's pretty inspiring and crazy altogether. Um, so that's what I'm going to do it this weekend. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere this weekend. I'm staying at home. <laughs> I'm going to relax, play some video games, and probably watch some movies. Um, I have I have a list of fucking movies I need to watch. I keep making lists of movies to watch, and I never get around to them. I've like posted notes all over my fucking desk. So I'm going to go through them right now and see what needs to be done. Um... Oh, that's just that's just ideas for other Spark podcasts. That's probably something I should talk about actually. Is um Yeah, fuck it. It's it's my podcast. I'll talk about what I want to talk about. Um I find it very easy to come up with a topic to talk about on the podcast. The problem is getting enough information and valuable or viable information 
Um, like I have basically ideas here. Like one of them is the 300 million yen robbery, which is a robbery of 300 million yen. It's hard to get sources for that. Um, the, uh, the other ones I have are the Zodiac Killer, Scientology, Nostalgia, uh, Dark Matter, where do I have, uh, Why Do We Sleep, um, Tides, uh, Ball Lightning, like there's so many of these that have either not enough information about it or way too much, um, like for example Ball Lightning. It's a natural phenomenon. I haven't done any research. This is just off the the old the top of the old dome piece, the head, off the top of my head. Um, ball lightning is a natural phenomena. It's basically like a fucking glowing orb that you see in the sky. Uh, nobody's ever gotten a photo of it. There's only been um, reports of people seeing this weird glowing orb, and it's been referred to as ball lightning. It's an it's a natural phenomenon. It it theoretically can happen perfectly and there has been people who have seen it there's just no well no evidence that I know of I'd probably find some if I actually did the work and talked about it but if I was to talk about ball lightning would I have to go into what lightning is why the weather patterns are the way they are where do I start and where do I finish there's um There's no strict guidelines for that. And I don't need guidelines. I like to keep it to around half an hour mark. But like my marijuana podcast, it goes on longer than that sometimes. And I still think that I have still more to say about marijuana. <laughs> There's still so much to say about it. Like I didn't mention at all that you can overdose on marijuana. It's physically impossible. You have to eat 250 kilograms of it, but you can do it. <laughs> That's enough to kill a man depending on the potency of it. Um, there are probably stronger strains now than there was back when I found that out. But that's that's the the problem I have with this podcast is there's <clears throat> there's no clear starting point or there's no clear finishing point. Unless it's a uh, an event in history, there's no structure to go off. Um like my one on deja vu was very loosey goosey. I liked it. I liked doing it. Um, but there was no no structure at all on Deja Vu. There's like, what is it? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Nobody knows. But I like talking about things like that that nobody knows anything about. So, I'm not too sure what the next episode is going to be, but hopefully it's a lot more clear and concise than this one, because this has just been me talking for fucking... How far are we in now? 31 minutes and 10 seconds now. <laughs> right um, I think I'm going to stop it there I want to thank you all for listening um, as I said hopefully the next one will be a bit more structured and yeah I'll see you in the next one hopefully you enjoyed this one let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about um, comment down below in either or sorry on either YouTube or CastBox or get at me on Twitter at podcast spark or if you know me in person just fucking text me you know <laughs> i'm only ever a phone call or a text message away and uh yeah that's enough fucking rambling for one day thanks for listening 
and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.